by week two, I and I was still feeling good. I was like, it kind of felt like a little bit of a holiday. And I think that's how we all felt. So I want to speak to that. I want to say that we gave ourselves that grace and you may be still giving yourself that grace period if you're listening. Um, but for myself, I noticed that it started to not make me feel amazing. I didn't feel good staying up late um, because it started to become a bad habit because then I'd wake up later the next day and then I already felt out of control of my day sort of being more lax with my food again then I started to have lower energy everything I was choosing although is fine and okay um, you know in a in a pandemic and in self-isolation initially because again like we're all human beings and we're figuring this out as we go however I started to realize that we you know, I am not these habits and I wanted to choose better for myself. Hello listeners and welcome along to the Mind to Lead podcast, the podcast where leaders are made. Whether you're a CEO, manager, teacher or parent, I believe everybody can be a leader. My mission is to help my listeners understand the skills, traits and mindset of what it takes to become an exceptional leader. I'm your host, Georgie Hubbard business owner, career, and mindset coach. So if you're ready to discover the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to these isolation series on the Mind to Lead. I have partnered with my good friend and incredible entrepreneur and businesswoman, Anna Rose Richards, to bring you this episode and many more episodes until this all hopefully dies down, just to give you some positivity, some good energy. Anna and I will be talking a range of topics, how to stay positive, mindset, morning routines, how to set yourself up for success every single week. So I really hope you get a lot of value out of them. I'm having a lot of fun recording them, even in isolation. So stay tuned for many more incredible episodes and enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead and part two of the isolation series with myself, Georgie Hubbard and Anna Richards. Good to have you here again, Anna. I'm so honored to be back for round two. I've been excited for this chat all week. I know we've sent lots of texts about all the good things we want to dive into. Yeah, exactly. And look, I think last time we only just sort of scratched the surface, didn't we? Like we we talked about, you know, what people, what stories people are telling themselves right now, you know, how we're keeping our mindset so positive and in a good place right now. But I think today what we really want to touch on is why now more than ever our habits and routines are so important and and why it could be a good time now to actually establish some different habits and routines you know and have a like you said it beautifully last time and you said what this is forcing us to do is shine a light onto our lives and really pull it apart so we can rebuild it so yeah exactly let's kick off so first first things first anna how are you feeling at the moment how are you going I'm still feeling really well. I'm feeling uh, amazing. Interestingly, though, you did just inform me just moments before we went live uh, that the potential is that this really is here for six months. But checking in on that, like, like I am okay. Like, I am genuinely okay. And I think it is more than ever that focus with 
total discipline. And I, but I want to speak to the the truth and the um, the like imperfectly being perfect with the discipline of habits and routines. But otherwise, I would I'd probably be you know stressed and a mess on the floor for sure. Um, but the fact that I know that. I can still control how I feel. I can't control anything. I can't control what the government's doing. I can't control the pandemic. I can't control lockdown. I can't control, you know, any of those things, but I can control my mindset. And I think having that empowering thought that that is what I can control, it's why I am staying so genuinely and sincerely optimistic and positive at the moment. How are you feeling? I know you're four doors up, so and I miss you. I know, I know. It's look, I guess I of course like anyone, I have my moments like I said last time, you know, there has been some some times when, you know, I felt a little bit overwhelmed and fearful and uncertain and all I've experienced all of those things, but I guess like you just said then, what I do is I I take a breath. I close mm-hmm. my eyes, I just sit with how I'm feeling, allow myself to feel whatever that is, I honor that feeling, and then I think, okay, what can I do? What can I influence to either, I guess I can accept this, or I can try and change mm-hmm. this, or I can focus on what I can control. So again, that's why we're speaking to routines and habits, because I can control how much I exercise, I can control how I show up with with my husband I can control how I speak to my team via zoom I can control what I eat right now you know there's still yeah. lots of things in my life that I can control and that's why I think waking up the same time going to bed the same time getting enough sleep is so important so you've always had amazing routines so let's let's talk about what maybe shifted for you in this all happened when this all first kicked off and what you've done to keep sticking to your morning routine and, and let's let's start there yeah so I have always had no not always um but I know in the last 10 years I've definitely had real discipline around my morning routines and um how I start my day control my day absolutely and then funnily enough the self-isolation began so Morgs and I I think it's three weeks as of tomorrow we landed from Perth um, and before the government had even sort of started to shut and lock things down we had chosen to just do the right thing and we self-isolated and the funniest thing happened even myself with that discipline and that know-how started to go to bed later the first week and get up later the first week and not choose food in my highest good the first week and grace and you may be still giving yourself that grace period if you're listening Um, but for myself I noticed that it started to not make me feel amazing I didn't feel good staying up late um, because it started to become a bad habit because then I'd wake up later the next day and then I already felt out of control of my day Um, sort of being more lax with my food again then I started to have lower energy I did I just everything I was choosing although is fine and okay um, you know in a in a pandemic and in self-isolation initially because again like we're all human beings and we're figuring this out as we go however I started to realize that we 
you know, I am not these habits and I wanted to choose better for myself. Uh, and so by week two, I was, and immediately I started to, so I started to go to set my bedtime routine and have that mindset that even if I don't have to, I can literally not go anywhere. Um, I then was like, okay, I want to, I want to still be in bed and asleep by 10 o'clock, which is always my rule. Um, I want to get up still by five, five thirty which we've been doing I want to and then for me how I how I did that because I know a lot of people um, will be like I'm there right now I'm going to bed in fact I see it all everywhere online um, people staying up way later than they used to or their usual um, and then getting up later and then feeling overwhelmed that that's kind of the word I keep seeing and reading online I'm just I I want to be productive and then I feel really overwhelmed um, so for me what I did was I I've always moved my body for the last 10 years. So that didn't change. I was still just getting up a little bit later and then working out. But my hubby and I, so Morgs, decided we were going to start running again. Um, we did it like 10 years ago and I thought, okay, well, that's a really good goal to have. So if I've got that sort of new fun, it's not fun, is it? Running's not fun for anyone. <laughs> um, but it was something new. So it was something that I, I had set in our diary um, and, I, and it was like, okay, when we get up, we're going to go for that run. And we've been doing that almost two weeks now um, and it, it gets, it puts me to bed. I, you know, I'll turn off the TV. I'll, I'll shut my book because I know that I want, when that alarm goes off, I want to get up and go for the run. So, um, for you, if you have kids, which we're going to, I know we're going to speak to, um, you might be like, I can't run or I can't leave the house because I have kids. Okay. Well then what is the thing that you can set for yourself? And maybe it is, you're going to sit, um, I, don't, I mean, you can see on this podcast, you won't, but I, I have my vision board behind me. Um, you know, if you um, haven't got one of those, you know, create a vision board, can you sit for five minutes when you wake up and look at that? Can you meditate? Can you um, do an at-home workout with Kyle? Um, but what are the things that you can do in your in your own world right now that if you are out of whack with routine and habits from, and that's such a big one, going to bed on time because you don't have anywhere to be. You can't go to the gym. Most of us aren't going to work. We're all working from home, which again, I know is super tough for people. Um, so what's the thing that you can adapt into your life? Or do you know what I have to say? I would say make it movement. I just think for mental health, movement is so important so and we are still legally allowed to leave the house once a day to exercise so can it be whilst respecting social distancing going for a half an hour walk that with the kids if you've got kids drag them out that i think nature would do wonders for them so um yeah for me i i what i had amazing habits the isolation began i i got relaxed on them uh, and it wasn't serving my highest good and then i went back to them and i feel phenomenal for it so and how i did that was i set that goal of okay we're going to get up and go for a run and i genuinely look forward to it now which is crazy but i really do yeah that's how did you but gee i see i've seen you stay with yours the entire time. Mm -hmm. I was getting up at seven, mm -hmm. going on my Instagram when I once I'd done all my readings and things, and I'd say, oh, gee, 5 a.m., she's a legend. So what was it, what is it for you that allowed you to stay mm -hmm. from a mindset perspective mm -hmm. in your habit? I want to know. Mm -hmm. so I think that before this kicked off, I, people watching this on the video can see behind me, I've got all my boards and I've got my goals and I've got my vision boards. But I just didn't lose sight of it. Like I just, I literally woke up every day and I was like, I kept the main thing as the main thing. Like I, you know, I thought, well, 
just because okay there are restrictions on what I can do and ha- where I can go right now doesn't mean that my life is stopping doesn't mean that this is this is it this mm. is it all finishing right here right now so I think that because I got super clear before all this happened and I set these these big goals to to you know launch this podcast to create an online course to write a book like all of these things that I set before this happened just when this did come I was like okay cool how am I, how am I going to keep on moving forward? And what the, the story I told myself was, well, how amazing that I have now more time. How amazing that, you know, yeah. I now have this, these extra hours in my day to spend doing this. So this is why I think goals are so crucial in our lives and setting them however big, however small. Like I love the fact that you've said to, to Morgan, your husband, that we are going to start running again. Now that, that, now you've got a reason and a purpose to get up every day. You know, so I just yeah. think you know, the story I'm telling myself as well at the moment with my whole exercise and fitness regime is like, I'm saying I'm getting into the best shape of my life, both mentally and physically. That is literally the story I'm telling myself every day. I'm meditating for longer. I'm doing more journaling. I'm doing more exercise because I'm out walking more because I want to be out in nature because I want that yeah. you know, relaxation time. So I think, yeah, the reason why I was able to still stick to it, no matter what was happening around me is because... For the last five years, I feel like I have literally, I've been preparing for something like this. Like I have read Mm. every single self-development, time management, routine, uh, self-awareness book there probably is to read. And I've developed a set of skills. And now in times like this, they are serving me so well. So I just haven't lost sight of the main thing. And you said it so beautifully last week, Annie. So this is a chapter, not your story. And I'm just mm. like business as usual. I'm keeping moving forward. I am not going to lose sight of those goals, and I'm keeping perspective. Like this is this okay? Might, this might go for six or twelve, however long, but it's going to come to an end. And I want to look back at this time ago. What person did I become at that point? What did I learn? How did I grow? Mm. How did I spend that time? What did I create? I think there's too many people out there. You know, we, we all do this. We play the victim. We focus on all the negatives. And actually, for those that look, there could be so many positives. Like. You know, how's how's your relationship with your children? How's your relationship with your husband or your wife? Or, you know, these are the times to maybe rebuild that connection now. So I guess, long story short, the reason why I was so disciplined and kept on track was because I knew what I wanted and I just kept on taking action every single day, no matter what was going on around me. And I love that. And I think just from what you said, you know, to riff a bit more into that, it's that whole ideology and I know that we're the type of people like I can either be, what do I always say? I can either be sympathetic to your reasons or sympathetic to your excuses, mm-hmm. but I can't be, or your results. So I can be sympathetic to your results or I can be sympathetic to your excuses, but I cannot be sympathetic to both. And that's, I feel like what I'm telling myself at the moment now. I'm like, okay, Anna, I can be sympathetic. I can, you know, you know, choose to be like, oh, look at all the accounts that might enable me at the moment and tell me that I can drink all the wine and let go and, you know, just give myself grace because there's a lot out there. Or I can look to the accounts and the people and the books and the, you know, the inspiration that's going to tell me and empower me that I can actually make this the greatest experience and time of my life. And I can create the new story for my life that, in fact, this allowed us to pause, reassess our life, look at where we were living out of alignment and actually piece by piece recreate with time, all the time in the world, like 
recreate the life that we actually had been telling ourselves if only one day I would get there, be that, you know, have that. Well, actually, you know, this is the time to do it. So I think it is. You've just said it and it's like the, the piece of I think this will become the sort of the um, – the the story of this podcast but it's telling yourself the new story and and what is the story that you're going to create for yourself and I think that we can so people are just to speak to the the habits again is that there are lots of accounts out there that are telling you you know um that and you're either going to want to be enabled in this pandemic or empowered and if you're wanting and look at this right now are you sort of leaning towards and trying to find and comment on and feel good in the accounts that are telling you on Instagram and Facebook and podcasts and things that are like, you know, take the break. Just if you do nothing and achieve nothing and let go, that's okay. And that's a cool story if you want it to be yours. That's There's no judgment with that. Um, or are you looking for podcasts and books and accounts and, you know, people that are saying, hey, you've got this. You can be and do and have anything that you wish in this with this extra time uh, and this world upside down. Um, are you looking to that? And I can tell you fundamentally that that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to accounts that aren't telling me to, you know, just just do nothing and you deserve to do nothing. I absolutely want to take this pandemic essentially by the balls, uh, if I can put it frankly, and and achieve so much more and. And I'm the same. The story I've been telling myself is I am going to come out of this fitter and stronger and healthier and happy and more thriving and in the process have rediscovered things about myself. And, I mean, the relationship that I have with Morgz, he's just downstairs at the moment, um, is probably hotter and more beautiful than ever. Um, but that's the story that we are telling ourselves. That's the story that Morgan and I chose to go into this because the joke is kind of like people are going to come out of this divorced or pregnant <laughs> couples, couples. Um, and what story are you gonna? Or neither. Just thriving and happy and okay. And um, yeah. And again, I know I said this on last week's podcast, but again, you know, I we're so understanding. You know, both of us. If right now you are not there yet, and you're actually really financially struggling, or you're struggling really with your mindset, then that's okay. Give yourself grace, but there is so much out. There's so much help out there. Pick up that book or call center. You know, there's everything that's available to you. I know everyone in Queensland, for us anyway, here, um, was screaming about. You know, the government's about to dish out a lot of money to a lot of people, but it wasn't fast enough. Okay, but then guess what? The state government actually stepped up here in Queensland and said, "All right, well, in the interim, we're going to even give you more." So it's all there. The financial assistance is there. The, the books are all still available. I've got them all. You know, everything's there. It's just now up to you to choose who you want to become and the story you're going to tell yourself through this pandemic. And that's going to come from the habits and the routines that you absolutely keep. Mm, correct. Correct. And I also just want to jump in and say this, because I read somewhere that people are actually feeling burnt out. Because I think when you're not used to working from home and you haven't set those boundaries mm-hmm. and you don't have those good habits of knowing when to switch off, then people, what they tend to do is they rush around panicking about what, how they're going to keep their children entertained all day. And then when the children go to bed, they're jumping on their working and they just have no concept of when to switch off, when is their time. So more now than ever before, it's so important to also be, you know, 
having time for you, creating that self-love time, whether it is you wake up 10 minutes earlier and you just sit in silence or you just take a book for 15, 20 minutes to go and read on your own or you get out in nature. I think that the reason why people are burning out is because they are still almost trying to just go about their, their normal life and their normal work day. And at the end of the day, we have to adapt. We have to, you know, change and, and figure figure out something that's going to work for us. That's going to help to just manage our stress. And, and that might mean that, you know, you... You work a few hours and then you pause and you go for that walk or you take longer lunch breaks. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, just just make sure that people that, that you are, if you're listening to this right now, you are doing something every single day to look after your mental health, you know, because I think, yes, I can come on here and say, well, I'm, you know, working really hard and getting up at five o'clock, but I also am still prioritizing my mental well-being. And when I did have a moment the other day when I just thought, I'm just not quite feeling myself today. I took a book, I went on my balcony and I literally spent the afternoon just, just reading for a couple of hours. But the difference being, instead of just yeah. turning on the TV and watching the news or watching Netflix, I took a book that I knew was gonna just make me feel amazing because it had such beautiful information in there. And I instantly, after a couple of hours sitting and reading that book with a nice cup of herbal tea, I felt a hundred times better and I felt back to myself again. So. In those moments where you do have those 10 20 minutes to yourself how are you spending them and i think that's what we want to say as well is that it's really important that you cultivate that self-love and you spend that time on you right now and yeah now Absolutely. That, that balance that everyone's craving and wants in life is is it's more important to try and find something like that so i just wanted to jump in and say that we're not saying that you get super fit and you work on that new business and you do this and you do that like balance it's so important right now yeah harmony I would say harmony. I would say as well, like obviously we are in such a unique situation to speak to that with it's not that we're all just now working from home. We are home 24-7. We are isolated at home. But so many people are now working from home that aren't used to working from home. And I think when you're new to this, it can be really hard and really um, not different but really hard it's kind of trying to find that you've just set it balance between just being at home but then having it we're just doing everything at home at the moment so if you're if you're also someone from the new to the working from home space the habits and routines even with that is so you can do little things in your day kids or no kids because at the end of the day if you are working from home you're still obviously then technically have that essential job um so we're speaking to you guys at the moment as well um or if you're starting a side hustle which is amazing how and there's kids and stuff involved i get that i know it's a different beast when that is the case um but little things like still setting an alarm in not just kind of letting the day control you. So setting that alarm is a really big one, just number one tip of uh, piece of advice. Even though right now you don't technically maybe have to get up because you are working from home. I've worked from home for seven years and I'm still never not set an alarm just because it, it's like it's that structure and that routine. Um, number two is get ready and get dressed. So actually get ready for the day, put on, you know, slap on some makeup if, if that makes you feel good. I don't wear a lot of makeup often, makeup often. Um, so that's not always my 
priority. But if you were actually, you know, a job, um, corporate professional or teacher and you were getting up and um, putting makeup on, do that because if that, that can sometimes be the little difference to make you feel really good. Um, have, have breaks. So make sure, or actually before that, have a space where you work. So I don't, I almost never, and I never say never, but I almost never work from the couch because the couch is my relaxed time. That is my, I might read from the couch or relax on the couch. So I don't, I work from a table or a desk or for me it's my office but you probably won't have an, a, a home office yet um so I work from a space work have a set desk space that when you're at that space you're working and that can help with kids as well because if you're then on at that desk or in that space and your kids understand they're not 18 months so you can't sort of set the um, boundaries but if you can then say to them hey when mummy or daddy is at their desk they're working that's that's mummy and daddy's time to work so I need you to be quiet or I need you to focus on your schoolwork, which most are still doing I think around Australia um, and and then from there give yourself breaks so get up go for a walk especially at the moment because again you're not used to working from home maybe or again you started in a new side hustle so you would have had a way more breaks than you realize because you walk to the other side of the office and speak to joe in accounting or you know you went into the staff room and had a coffee they're all breaks when you work from home you can get sucked into the vortex of just just not stopping so give, you know set yourself a 15 minute break every hour and get up go walk around the house go outside have a a drink of water um but yeah little little habits and routines like that can literally change your day and make you so much more productive yeah I, do you have any more yeah, i i do all of those things um and i think the the one mistake that i made when i started working working from home was definitely need like not sort of getting up and putting on something that's going to make me feel like I'm going to work like the the habit was just sort of staying in my loungewear all day or you know just just or whatever like but because I came from that corporate space I for me like just feeling like I'm going to work that definitely put me in the work uh, mind frame and obviously just having that space where I go right now I'm going to work and just just having no distractions away like no phones no tv no, no sort of noise in the background if you can do that amazing but then the most important thing that I really struggled with when I first started was the switch off because I am somebody mm. who can be a little bit of a workaholic. And if I'm not careful, you know, the, the the work was being pushed out later and later and later. And then I was realizing that actually was doing a lot of harm to my mental and physical well-being. So now at um, five o'clock on the dot, I do put my laptop away, I switch off, I make myself some dinner, I talk to my husband, we go for a little evening walk with our dog. And and that is it, that five o'clock, I'm really strict with it, is, it is my downtime of course there are a few occasions where needs must and things need to get done but no five o'clock for me is my switch off that is because like you just said then because you work from home you get more done you have literally yeah. been so productive like for the whole you know, eight hours or however long you've worked that day with your breaks and stuff like you know you, I don't take a full hour for lunch I normally only take like 30 minutes just to eat something sit on my balcony have a cup of tea and I'm straight back into it so by five yeah I'm, I'm done I want to switch off. I want to enjoy my evening. I want to go out and walk with, with my husband. So have that time when you say, when I hit this time, I'm done. 
and be really strict with that because that's where I went I love wrong that. before. And I'd end up working till eight, nine o'clock. Then it would start impacting my sleep because I'd obviously been looking at my screen for hours. And this is the bad habit that I got into. So as soon as I said, right, five o'clock, I'm done, laptop away, all technology goes away. And then I reconnect with with my husband and we sit and down and have beautiful meals together. And that's that's something that I yeah really found really helped me set those boundaries with technology and work. Yeah, I love that one. That is so important, actually. And that, and you'll find, people will find, I found, and I'm still not perfect with switching off, um, is that if you don't, that's where it actually can start to impact your marriage and it impacts your sleep. And that's where, because it is, and we're so digital and we're so connected and we always want to be um, working away that, and I, as, like, as I said, I'm speaking to this from extreme personal experience, that is when the technology and the work gets in between the relationships, which at the yeah. end of all of, uh, you know, the end of the day, that's what really matters. So yeah. I love that habit as well and that routine of actually having a set time that you will switch off. I think that's awesome. And, and one other thing I do as well, just, just to sort of jump in one more time, is like do I, I do, I don't know if you do as well, Anna, but I do plan my day the night before. So I do write out oh, yeah. my top three priorities that have to be done for the next day. Um, and I don't wake up and check my emails or the news. In fact, I haven't checked the news in the last two days. I tell myself, if something has happened, I will hear about it. Like, I do not yep. need to be updating my news feed every five minutes. Like, it is, you know, that's a, that's a quick way to feel overwhelmed, burnt out and anxious, right? So I refuse to mm-hmm. check the news on a daily basis. I don't check my emails until about nine, sometimes 10 o'clock, depending on what I'm doing. And the first few hours of the day is for me to wake up do my meditation, do my morning exercise, then do my important tasks for the morning. So by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, I have achieved a huge amount. Then I'll jump on, do my emails, do what I need to do in that, those situations. But that I'm really strict with that as well. I think I had a really bad habit once of waking up, checking my emails, um, looking at the news, looking at social media, and then and then you're literally just starting your day on everyone else's problems and everyone else's showreel. Yeah. And that makes you feel like crap. Yeah, absolutely. No, so I so if people want the the habit and routine that I do, that's what we're speaking about. Um, because I love that. So I do that. So on a Sunday, I'll set out my entire week, and not everyone can do that necessarily. Um, but having a business from home, um, that's just how I've done it for seven years. So on a Sunday, but if you're someone in corporate, you know your corporate hours right now, so you can still have the you know okay, well I need to do this big task, eat the frog the the frog first, isn't that the yeah. I always say that it's probably wrong. Yeah, no, but do the biggest task first yeah so on a Sunday I'll map out my you know Monday to Friday um, rough but pretty set schedule and the top end of every single day is my me time so my um, my exercise my meditation my reading I'll always read um, and then just spending time outside so my breakfast so fueling my body with nutrients good 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 dense nutrients um, and then beginning my day and usually exactly what you've just said then if I've got a big task or a couple of big tasks, which I usually always do, they are always at the front end of my day, 100%. And so, you and that's the big thing. It's, it's no matter that we're in isolation and even if, say you are someone that has lost a job, speaking to that even, that if you're literally in isolation or your job's on hold at the moment, so you literally don't kind of have anything to do right now, you've got so much time to start on a project then that maybe you have wanted to do forever or do a course. Mm -hmm. So you can still absolutely plan and map out your day 
and get some hugely productive things done. Because that's what I keep hearing. People, are, they want to they wanna show up in their day still productively, but they're just overwhelmed because it's almost like they don't know where to start because they kind of don't have much to do. But it's like, well, no, you could take that weakness of being laid off or having a job on pause or having more time because you, you know, you are working from home and before it was at an office, so you're not doing the two-hour commute, say, um, and then applying yourself within, within those times with doing something that you love and maybe that is working on your relationship. Put that in the, put it in a diary, you know, me time with the wife or the husband or um, gen- cooking dinner with the kids. I think, I mean, even that these days where we were all so busy and Mother Nature has just sent us and the virus has sent us all to our rooms and said enough, Mm. you know, go back to what matters. And and that's what we're we're being given the opportunity to do. So um, even if you've got that, that time that you didn't have otherwise and it was kind of a negative in your life what can you turn that in how can that be a positive you've got now time can you schedule in the day um you know switch off time with the husband or wife or cooking dinner with the kids or um you know starting the youtube channel that you always wanted to or beginning that side hustle or whatever it is scheduling that in and knowing the night before setting some tasks that you're going to do that day even if it's exercise know that because then you'll go do that and then it will make you feel good and your mental health in this you know isolation is of utmost importance for sure absolutely and i just think that whole learning piece like then like you just said then let's talk to that people losing their jobs and that's a real thing that's happening right now you know just more and more and i spoke to a a girlfriend who lives in the uk at the moment and um i called up her the other day and she's like i'm learning spanish and I was like, oh. amazing. And then I spoke to another friend and she's like doing this online course that she's always wanted to do. That, um, it's like, I think it's like to create like pottery or something, like something really random and then someone else doing oh, something man. else and someone else doing a business. And I was like, see, this is this is exactly it. Like we are having, we are being gifted this time. Like see it as a gift. Yeah. Like you're being gifted this time. And and what, what do we all, what's the biggest thing, the biggest complaint I always, or excuse that I heard when people couldn't start a business or couldn't do this or couldn't do that was time. guess what we have more of it right now so again what you ask for is what you get back you know like people say i want more time well here you are and you know what you can't get time back you can always make money you can't make time so use this time now this week until we come live with you again to just do something for you to just yeah, just learn, grow, like develop yourself. Because when you do look back on this in six months, 12 months, how long it's going to go on for, you want to be proud. You want to have built yourself love, your self-awareness, your, you know, started that cycle yeah. or improved your relationship, your marriage, your relationship with your children, whatever it is. Like see it as a gift of time that we've been given. And again, it is the story you tell yourself. It's how you approach things. It's the mindset you take to things. Um, yeah, that's that just is just something I just, really passionate about but Anna finally what message do you want to just send people away with this week what what are you what does the world need to hear right now from from Anna that you want to just part with I love you and you're gonna get through this no I think yes I do I really do and I think you said it right at the start and I love it it's that whole what's the story you're going to start telling yourself Mm. Choose it this week. What is the story that you are going to tell yourself to come out of this, the 
you know, come through this as a who, as a how. What, what are you going to have achieved? Are you going to, you know, is your story going to be, I am going to be, you know, healthier, fitter, happier in thriving relationships or is it going to be uh, I gave up, I'm, I'm stressed and it ended me? That's a story. So what's the story you're going to start to tell yourself and then tell yourself it. Start to tell yourself it. That's a habit right there. The story that you tell yourself. So that's going to be mine this week. Choose one um, and then start to, to, to say it in your head, in your journal, aloud, on your run, whatever. But yeah, what's the story you're going to start telling yourself? So I think action there for this week of homework is to get your journal, get a blank sheet of paper, put it on your phone, like save it as your phone screen, save it as your laptop screen. What story am I telling myself? Um, I'm going to get the healthiest I've ever been. I'm going to improve all of my relationships. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to read that book. I am going to come out of this as the best version of me. That is my story. And that is what is happening. So I love that. So Anna, amazing. I just hope everyone got so much from this. I'm loving doing these episodes. I hope that they're bringing lots of value and positivity. And yeah, look, we're all in this together. I'm not sitting here saying that I've got all the answers, nor is Anna. Like we're just telling you what we're doing, sharing with you what's working for us right now. And hopefully you will get some form of value, inspiration or whatever you get out of this. I hope it's something, but um, stay strong, stay healthy and look forward to chatting to you all again next week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Thank you.